Well, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome again to The Takeover. We are back. Season five, we told you we're coming back. This is the first episode of season five. We got a special episode. I'm telling you, you are not going to want to miss this. Uh, Justice, we here as usual, but what do you think about season five? Well, you know what? I have a good feeling about season five. I can't tell you, but uh, I can show you. Just start the episode already, dang. <laughs> you were struggling. Like I said, we are back. I'm your host, Marcellus, and as usual, I'm sitting with my co-host. I am Justice Brown. Holding Justice. Gavel. See there? God loves... Hey, God. Hey, editor, put me some uh, some organ in there when I said that. Y'all forgive him because he done lost his natural mind. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all we're here. We gotta, we, let's get into it before he say something else crazy. But natural mind. Before we get started, I want to let you know, disclaimer, that our thoughts are just our thoughts only. So my thoughts are my thoughts, just as thoughts are his thoughts, together are our thoughts. They're not necessarily indicative of anybody else's thoughts, not King of Her Ministries, not Pastor Brown, not Lady Pastor Brown, not our parents, not our family. I'm telling you all that to say, hey, if we say something you don't like, blame us. Let us know. Don't, don't go blaming nobody else. You know, you can send us a message in the, to our email, which we'll give you later, or you can just leave a comment under the video. And as usual... Justice, before we get going, let's give them some intro thoughts from the work. Absolutely. And we cannot start season five off without coming from Paul himself. Brother Paul. Paul himself coming from Romans 12, 1 through 3. And it says, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Oh, I'm telling you, that's, that's the way to open up the season. Mm -hmm. Because see, what we're gonna get into today, I want y'all to really focus on verses two and three. That's gonna come back. Uh, God, how God transforms us into a new person is by changing our thought process. Not necessarily changing the way you dress, not necessarily changing the way you, those things are gonna change as you grow and develop. But God changes our inner man, he changes our thoughts. And then, I like that warning, don't get high on yourself just because you change it. Measure yourself by the faith God has given us, not by other people. And we're gonna, we, I'm telling you, just keep that in mind because uh, that's going to come back. But before we get into the main meat and potatoes, just briefly, 
as you know, we've been we've here on this on the takeover. We've been telling you guys COVID-19 is out here still real. So don't think it's just going away. We know we got this Omicron variant. Um, we have got to be careful now. Right now, the, this variant is a little bit more mild than Delta's, which is good. But I just I got news today that somebody I know had a coworker who lost a nephew today, a young man um, that was healthy that lost to COVID. Um, people are still dying, and we got to take it seriously. So again, uh, anybody that's sick out there, we are praying for you. Make sure you are doing the things to protect yourself and your family because your family needs you. Okay, Justice, what are we talking about today? Well, you know, this week uh, we'll be focusing on surrendering and trusting in God uh, during a transition uh, from where you were before God to where you want to be in God. Okay, praise God. And uh, what are some challenges we can face accepting this new way of life? Um, and are there any setbacks? And are there any disappointments? There must be some disappointments. I was going to say something, but then the spirit caught me, and I can't say that. <laughs> so uh, what do we do when we find ourselves questioning God? Mm. You know, what are some things to keep in mind on our journey to being made whole? And how can we fully trust in somebody that we can't even see? Well, that's, that's, that's heavy questions. You know, so we got we to provide some answers. We can't just ask the question, but think about it like this. I was thinking about when you said surrender, Justice. I used to, when I was young, and I, you don't even know this. When I was young, probably, I don't know, seven-ish, I used to sing the song, I Surrender All, and it, with my father at church. He would be playing the, the organ, and I would sing the verses, and he would sing the, the chorus. And uh, that song brings out the point uh, that in order to surrender completely, I used to sing the song, I Surrender All, and it, with my father at church. I used to sing the song, I Surrender All. Completely, we have to be willing to freely give everything to God. Then, after we, we make that decision, we have to then choose to love and trust God for the rest of our lives. And that goes back to what you said. Somebody you can't see, you got to make a decision to love and to trust for the rest of your life. It sounds simple. And I think it is once you accept it and you have faith. But what about living in this present life with all the good and the bad that goes on, all the things that try to bring you back to where you were, all those things that you've left, but the devil know you left them. So he, every once in a while, he's going to put them right back in front of you to see if you'll trip up and fall. So we got a special guest, and before we look at surrender, we're going to look at surrender, but I want to, I want to introduce our guest. So Justice, why don't you introduce our guest? Amen. Well, the day of all days in this earth, during this year, we got the very own, I'm sorry, not, not, not the very own, but our very own, Mr. Jonathan Elam Jr. The second. Junior the second. Yeah, because <laughs> he is the second, right? He's the second what you looking at me for? Anyways, um, <laughs> yes, John recently moved here from Wisconsin, and she, she, no, 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 he married a beautiful young woman, um, my Titi Lexi. Did isn't that right? She's beautiful, ain't she? Yes. 
I just said that about my own ugly. <laughs> with so much, with so much, in, with so much on it too. Like, bro, let him say that. You agree, right? Yeah, she's okay, she's wonderful. Very beautiful, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Alexis. Oh man, I I am. Leave that in there. Yeah, uh, but he's studying right now to be a youth counselor. Um, he's now, you know, one of my favorite uncles. Okay. One of your favorite? One of my favorite uncles. Yeah. You got more than one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I got more than one. On your dad's side? Uh, okay. Yeah, I do on my dad's side. Oh, okay. I got a great uncle. All right. A couple of them. You know what? They're not in the, they're not in the favorite. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome to the podcast, John. Thank you. So happy to have you here. Thank you. Amen. We're gonna get to John's story because he's got a he's got a story, um, some things he's gonna share with us. We brought him in so he can lend us some expertise <laughs> on um, his life, but not just his life, but how his life can impact others and learning from the things that he dealt with and and the changes that he's made. But I talked about surrender earlier, so Justice, I want you to let people know what surrender is according to words in different life. Absolutely. So kingdom surrendering is to submit to and understand their required regulations expected to nurture, develop, enlighten, and restore. That's, you know what, surrender, see, I believe men have an issue with this because the first thing you have to do to surrender is submit. And so sometimes we, our, our pride, our male ego gets in the way of that. And, and that sometimes, I believe, hinders our walk with God because we don't want another man in our pastor telling us what to do. We don't want to submit to the, the, the compliance obligations or the, or the regulations that we have to in order to, to do what God told us to do. He said to keep, keep our commandments. I mean, keep his commandments. And then he'll take care of our house. You know, he told us that. So surrendering is the key when you're trying to change from what you say earlier, from where you were to where you need to be in God. Absolutely. And it's, it's absolutely necessary. It, it, the definition of it is, and I want you to hear this, kingdom surrender is yielding your time, talent, and treasure to what is required to participate in the expansion and advancement of the kingdom of God, thus permitting the unrestrained enjoyment of experiencing the pleasure of a kingdom lifestyle. Pastor put a lot in that definition. He sure did. He was emphasizing <laughs> that. They know, you know, he put a couple of extra permitting mm -hmm. that pleasure, but he, he was making a point. You know what I like about it though, Justice and Jonathan? I like the fact that he said, you have to surrender to what is required. Because we don't, we might think we're gonna do this. We come into a, a, a church situation, for example, we think I'm gonna be a usher, I'm a ush. You know, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a, I'm a be a deacon, so I'm, I'm deacon. But God might say, okay, you, you deacon for a while, but it's time for you to do something else. Go work with them young people. Yep. Go work with, go work in children's ministry. Go sweep the floor. You know, God might tell you to do a whole, we gotta surrender to whatever is required so that we can have the right participation in the expanding of the kingdom of God. So Jonathan, man, just before we get into your story. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, where you, we know you're from Wisconsin, but 
uh, where you're from. Uh, man, whatever you want us to know. Whatever you want us to know. As y'all know, my name is Jonathan. <laughs> I go by the name of John. Um, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, 32 years old. Have uh, two biological kids. Uh, one now, since I'm married, Alexis. The beautiful woman. The, the, beautiful, the beautiful Alexis. I knew he was going to say um, something. Yeah, so right now, man, I'm in school right now to be a youth counselor. It's, it's a bit challenging, but I'm sure at the end it'll be well worth it. And getting used to, to the difference between uh, Milwaukee and Flint. Oh, it's peaceful. Okay. The Good. people are pure. It's, it's, it's different. It's a different setting for me. Good. I like that. I like to hear that because, you know, we hear so much bad stuff about Flint that is good um, when we, we focus on the good things because, you know, people tend to tend to see the bad. But let me let me just ask you this, um, because we were talking about Wisconsin and coming from there. Uh, I, tell me about your, your childhood, let's say um, pre-teenage years. You know, what was going on with Jonathan? Were you in a household with um, mother and father? Were you um, were you brought up in a Christian household? What what kind of was your, your background? See, I come from a family. Well, I have. I want to say. Eight, nine siblings, I can't even keep counting no more. Mm. So I, I come from a, a big family. I come from a big family, and um, you know it was it was good around those times because you know you got your siblings, you you feel protected, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, it was good. It was good coming up with your siblings. That's, that's pretty much all I like to say. Yeah, I mean you got some. You know somebody got your back. Yeah, you get into some, especially where you know around those you know around those times where we were the location of where we were staying at that time. So when you know you got those, as many siblings as you do, like you just said, you got that protection and you got that protection. So you, had, so you, you said the location. I, I'm, I'm just going to, I know, I know a little bit about your story. So you have some, there was some, there were some times where poverty was a part of that. Yes. Big time. We how, did, how did that affect you? Or how did that, how'd you deal with it? Did you, cause, I, and the reason why I'm asked is I've, I've heard people, some people say, that they didn't even really know they were impoverished because they they still felt the the, the love the love of their family. They they kind of thought that's the way it was for right. everybody. Yeah. But how, what how was it for you? Oh no, we it affected us. No, you knew, and we seen it. Yeah, it was okay. it was clear as day. Okay. You know those days, I you know I I think about even to this day because I'm you know grateful for so much now, but back then, man, we you know sometimes we you know we didn't eat. It was it was it was it was tough. Hmm. Um, we got split it up at that time. You know, I went to go live with my father. Uh, my my sister stayed with my mom. You know, so having to go to uh, a blend, another blended family, which was my father and his wife. Hmm. You know, and she had a kid or kids. You know, it, it was it was it was tough. It was tough because you 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 know, even though those my siblings as well. I wasn't as close to them, so it's, it was the whole learning process, yeah. things like that. So, man, that's that's crazy because uh, Justice, you probably don't even know this. I I was, we were split up from my parents for a while too, growing up, um, and it was just financially they wanted to get things together, so we went yep. and live with our grandparents, and 
you know, thankfully, you know, we were we stayed together and everything, and it all worked out. But it's a it's it's some things we dealt with a little bit. You're not as old as I am, but a little bit older times that Young Justice hasn't seen before. <laughs> but uh, thank God. Thank God. God. Yeah, I, I don't wish that on nobody. I don't. Yeah, I don't. It, we learn from it, but we don't like I, like like we say we don't we don't have to experience everything to learn. Like, you can learn from somebody else's story, and that's what we oh, that's, that's what we're doing today. So, uh, John, Uncle John, um, we're talking about surrendering. I, I want to know: Is there a point in time during your childhood where you were? Where you knew God, you yes. knew who God was, and so um, tell me about that experience. Like, how did you see God? How was your relationship with Him? How old were you when you when you knew Him? I was about, I believe, a, a newborn. I want. I don't want to. I don't want to say I remember it then, but when I was about five years old, that's when I probably start remembering a lot of things. But we, you know, we was taught who God was at a very young age. My mother made sure that she, um, not just my mother, my aunties, my uncles, we, we, we were familiar with that. Actually, uh, half of my family was Jehovah Witnesses. Yep. Okay. Which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting because <laughs> I've done a little bit of study about Jehovah. I, I used to share office with a Jehovah's Witness. I've talked to a few over time. Oh, wow. Um, um, they used to come visit the house. Y'all know they ain't not afraid to knock on the door. You feel yeah. me? And my dad was the type that invites you in, <laughs> so he was getting to preach to you. So he, you better be ready if you come to, to my dad's house. But, but the one thing I found out with Jehovah's Witnesses is there are some common things we can agree on. Yeah, we can we can agree on God as Jehovah. You know that's not a problem yes, for Jehovah's easy. Witnesses or or Christians, yeah. right? And I think sometimes we focus on all the stuff we or the things that we don't agree on. But instead of like my office mate, we we found that common ground. We weren't gonna have debates in the office. We were just gonna we were gonna stand on that common ground, yeah. and we got along great. I mean, it was just like it was amazing. But growing up with that Jehovah's Witness background, I'm curious as to how did you look at Christianity from that perspective? Like, did you look at it as, eh, that's them over there? You know what I'm saying? Or how did you see Christianity? That's 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 good. We frowned upon Christians. Mm. <clears throat> church was bad. Okay. Demons live in the church. You know, we we was, it, we didn't hear nothing good about the church, and I, I found that kind of strange. You know, but I didn't want to question it because I was taught at a young age never question God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So at that, I just figured you know I couldn't question the adults, but I, I really wanted to question God, like. What's so bad about church? You know, mm. if we all rep, if we all um, praising you. What's the? I don't understand what, why why we better than the next one. So that was that was always a that was always a question for me. Man, that's real good. That's that's real good. So would you say that because of that that teaching that kind of prevented you from fully committing, maybe because you still had questions? Yes. I, I never, you know, being the kid I was growing up, man, I never wanted to be one of them people that felt like I was better than the next person. Only because I came from poverty. So I already knew firsthand I couldn't even be that way. So why, why 
going to the kingdom hall is better than going to a church. Mm. I did, I, we not supposed to judge and we supposed to love, you know, why are we better than them? So that was always a question. Yeah, and I, I think that scripture you read just as earlier talked about not, not, not looking at yourselves better than anybody else. Uh, now, don't get me wrong, and we'll get into this, I'm sure. Uh, we believe that there's one way to God, and that's through Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't make us better than anybody else. <laughs> that doesn't, that, that's just a, a, a faith that we have that, that maybe some others don't, but we're always working and praying for people to come into that faith for themselves. You know, it's the one, one thing, Justice, because um, I know you got a question for John, but one thing I was thinking about, you can't change anybody's mind about God or Jesus. They have to make that decision on their own. And that's why faith is such a subjective thing. It's so subjective. It's so, it's, it's so you and God, you know what I'm saying? That's between y'all. So there's a, there's a lot that goes into that, a big, big, uh, it takes a lot to, to gain that trust in God. Absolutely. And, you know, going back to you having those uh, Jehovah's Witness um, ideals and beliefs in your head, having that view of Christianity, look at where you are now. You know, you, you kind of drop that and you're relying on God. And that's hard for some people to do. Um, especially starting out on your Christian walk. And so before we go any deeper, I just want to define what kingdom trust is. Kingdom trust is total reliance upon scriptural truths. Total reliance upon them. Mm. I'm, I'm curious what you think about that, John, when you see that. When you see trust defined as total reliance on scriptural truth, is that is that difficult in the beginning of your Christian walk? And I'm, I don't I don't want to I don't want to assume I don't want to make it seem like you just started being a Christian yesterday. Um, but as you start that journey, and as you get into that journey, to totally rely on the Scripture as as the Word of God, how how is that? It was it was it was a challenge for me. Mm. It was very difficult because I didn't I I think it was because the way I used to live. I didn't. I, I I wasn't fully submitted to God, so, you know, I had. A, I still had a lot of questions, you know, about Him, like Justice mentioned uh, earlier. Um, what you say? You say um, trusting trusting a God we don't we never seen. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was for me. Mm. I never seen Him. You know what I mean? Why Why do I have to believe what's in this Bible is real? So that was a that was a big challenge. That was a big that, challenge that's real. For me. But you know what? You know what? You're not gonna believe this. This is gonna be funny to y'all. You ever seen the movie The Preacher's Wife? Yes. You seen I the seen that. You, have you ever listened to the end of it? Yes. Where, well, they got, where well, they, the end where the little kid said, you know, they talked about basically having faith to to because they had seen they were seeing an angel, right? Right. And he was like, Yeah, you don't see the air, but you're still breathing. And it was like it was. It'd be simple stuff like that. I'd be it'd like, be simple stuff like that that get you. You'd be like, you know what? You're yeah, right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I don't see this air, but I, I sure believe. I'm sure it's believe. I'm, I'm super, believing. I'm breathing. Yeah, I'm breathing. Every, you know what I'm saying? Day. And I was like, you know, it's things like that that sometimes I think children can 
can put it in. I know it's a movie, and I know they gave him the line, but <laughs> right. but children sometimes put it in a simple way, and you'd be like, "Wow!" But mm, you're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're right. So we we try to outthink stuff, and we you know overthink it, and we can you know pick it apart. And well, what about this guy? Well, why did this person die? Why did this this baby have this disease? What? Well, there's a lot of factors. Yeah. It ain't God doing it. You know, it's a lot of fact. We used to always, when I was growing up, people would say, well, God, every time somebody died, well, God wanted a flower in his garden. So, no, mm. no he didn't. God didn't kill them. Mm. If God wanted flowers, he would just plant them. Yeah. He, he don't need to pick, pick us off to, to have flowers in his right, garden. Yeah. You know, that that person had fourth stage cancer. That's how they passed. Yeah. It wasn't God. Or, you know, what, what I heard a long time ago is sometimes people's assignment is just done. Yeah. I ain't I, I ain't here to, to to talk about that, but you think about Jesus, he had an assignment. Yeah. When it was done, he was gone. He was gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like I'm, I'm out of here. You know, but trusting on those things to be true and not just stories, you know, that you read about. You know, when when those things start to really I know Justin's got a couple of favorites that we've talked about on the show that he really uh really enjoys and finally, you know, I, I don't know when it clicked to you, but those things were they went from the picture Bible to, to real. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that. I'm glad you did, because it leads me on to what I wanted to ask you. Um, so how did you get from, okay, the Bible exists. I see everything in there. You know, this word says this to, okay, I can trust that what it says in here is true in my it will be true in my life and other people's life how did you get from picture bible to okay now what's in here how did i get to that right because <clears throat> what i what i asked of him i asked him i asked him of something and he delivered it mm. so that that would that's how i was able to believe everything that was was in it it started like it started aligning with my everyday life. So you tested God. I did. And he delivered. And he did. Amen. <laughs> There's an old song that said, try me out and see. <laughs> see if I can be completely yours. Mm-hmm. That's what the song said. And that's and it, God is telling us, hey, if you don't understand. And, and I know we were I was taught the same thing you were. We don't question God. But he said, if you lack wisdom, just ask. I just ask. I, that's what I thought it was, wisdom. <laughs> and it's not, we're not questioning God. Yeah, it's not questioning. We're not saying, God, why do you do this? Who are you to do this? That's not what we're doing. We're saying, God, I don't understand. I don't understand. I just need, I need you to give me an understanding. Give me some wisdom because, and even when we get wisdom, the Bible said, with all your wisdom, get an understanding. Get an understanding. Because you, you can be a wise person and you don't have understanding, you, you'll use that in the wrong way. Yep. So, that's, I mean, that's, I love the fact that you said you got there by seeking God for the answer. You didn't have to wait for somebody to tell you, somebody to drag it out of you. You saw God and, and, and we learn from other people for sure, but we learn from the revelation of God, yep. most importantly, yep. most importantly. Uh, but what's, what's, what challenges did you have? Because I know, I know <laughs> it's not easy. So what kind of challenges did you have, you know, for our, you know, lifestyle and, and things like that. What what kind of challenges you have along the way? Uh, currently, or just just you know, you let us know any challenges. Well, living a certain way back back then before marriage, okay. you know, my life was accustomed to a certain way. Okay. So the challenge 
would be, I think, well, I can't speak for every man, but I would say women. Women. And not only that, um, ego, pride, submission, those things are still a challenge, mm. you know, at times. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, I, you know, I have to – James 1, I believe it is, 19 to 20, when you slow to anger, slow to speak. So I have to use that on an everyday basis because I, I got to realize I'm a married man now. I have kids, and, you know, I have to be more – more patient than I ever was. So I think that was the challenge. I wish he listened to that scripture. Cause that boy quick to speak. He, he ain't slow to speak. He quick to speak and he don't hear. You know what I'm saying? The, the Bible say be quick to hear, Justice. Oh. You heard the man. Did you say something? <laughs> no, nah, man, that's that's good. That's good. Let me, come on, Justice, say mm. Yeah, I don't know if I want you. <laughs> But um, I'm just kind of curious. Uh, I, I know, you know, especially when your when your grandmother passed away, you had some challenges. Um, I don't know what the situation was. I don't know if you, you know, thought God had any part to do. But that that was a challenge, right? It was a challenge. So, um, how did you bounce back from that? Like, what what happened? How did you? What were you thinking at I, first? I blamed God for that. Mm-hmm. I was very upset because how she died. Mm. And being the woman she is, why, why, why would you allow that to happen? I started questioning me because, you know, I was this, this guy that would, the family would come to for prayer or, or, or direction or advice and you know, can you can you can you can y'all say a prayer for me? These things, and I slipped and went into darkness a little bit. Mm. And when I slipped and went into darkness, she died a brutal death. So it's like I thought I was holding the family on my back. Oh. So I felt like I filled my whole family, and I was upset with them. So you didn't just blame God; you blamed yourself. That too, yeah. Wow, that's a lot of that's a lot to put on yourself. It was. How but, old were you? This was, this was earlier this year, man. Wow, that's that's a, you know, my, my my grandmother passed when I was twelve, and uh, it was it was tough. I don't know that I don't know that I ever blamed God because I knew that she was a faithful woman. I truly believe that she chose the way she wanted to go. Right. Um, but it was it didn't make it easy. It it's hard it for you. Twelve too. Twelve, right? I didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance to have those deep conversations with yeah. my granny that I wanted to have later oh. on in life. You know, she never got to see me graduate, and and so when people when I people now they talk about their grandparents and I get I get a little jealous sometimes because I don't have any. You don't, yeah. I don't have any left. You know, and uh, uh, it was just my grandfather passed away ten years after she did, and uh, you know it was it was a. Uh, Difficult, so I understand how that can cha- that can change your perspective. But what got you out of that? What got me out of there was my wife. Now, mm. yeah, she got me up out of there. Her and our parents they got up. They got me. So up wait, out wait there. a minute, because you told you said you told us earlier that women was women was one of the the things that was kind of a hang up before, but now the wife, yeah, she's different. She's different, man, because. She was what I prayed for, mm. and she just happened to come. You know what I mean? So 
she she helped me get up out of there. I was in a dark place. I was very angry, you know, and I I just wanted to hurt people, and they ain't even do nothing. You know what I mean? Because it, you was it, hurt. Yeah, they ain't harm my granny. It's just that's how angry I was. Hmm. What's that saying? Justice hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to get a little deeper into that thought. Mm-hmm. Um, when God says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, you know, my understanding don't understand that. <laughs> Amen. <Ooh>. Amen. <laughs> you know, it's interesting to me uh, that David, during his battle with Goliath, he had no business in that battle in the first place. Okay. I imagine people had their doubts. This little kid talking about he's going to beat up a, a 10 foot dude. And they making deals with each other. Like, I'm going to kill you and take all your stuff. Oh, no, I'm going to kill you. Like, what? This little kid talking to this big old Philistine. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to cut your head off. Right? <laughs> I'm going to feed it to the birds. All of you. He was out there talking trash. Oh, talking trash <laughs> in the name of God. So we can do that, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was a good trash talker on the hoop course. So. Oh, man. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes. <laughs> But David's confidence showed as, res- as a direct result of him trusting in God. You know, at that moment, David had no doubt in his mind that God would grant the Israelites the victory. No doubt in his mind. And I know that's hard for some of us to just totally depend on God. Every word he says is true. You know, and I'm kind of curious, you know, hearing that account hearing that david was just so so he didn't even he didn't have a second thought he went out there and said listen i'm gonna kill you and kill you take your head off and all of that not all well, not all of us are like that you know so uh, how does this how does this speak to your own personal journey like did, was it hard for you and is it still hard for you to totally rely on god no it's not if 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 I'm faced with something, um, I would slay it like how he slayed the Philistine. Mm. Ain't no giant for the control of my life. I actually, uh, when I was studying some time ago, maybe about a month or so ago, I wrote, I entitled it actually, uh, uh, How to Slay Giants. Now, that can be whatever problem you have in your life it can be a giant to you because we all worry right mm-hmm. we're not supposed to worry are we Mm-mm. so i just go back to that when i feel like there's something in my life that um i need to you know take away from you know from my worry so I, that's how i don't worry anymore i i, I do what he did so it's easy oh my god <laughs> no 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 <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> uh, so it's easy. Hey, God. It's easy to say that. Um, I like that. Don't worry. Don't worry. But be happy. Oh, Bobby Don't McFerrin. worry, be no, no, no. happy. <laughs> Put out the Bobby McFerrin <laughs> reference. I'm wondering how you got to that point. How, do you, how did you get yourself to, to not worry? You know, because I got tired of worrying. That's you. You leave that back in poverty. You, you know, in poverty, you was taught that, you know, God is take care of all your problems. 
but was he really taking care of our problems? We wasn't even, you know, uh, living uh, biblically. So when people would say that, man, it would be like, I wouldn't even really understand it because we were so young, but I, I knew it wasn't, it, it didn't feel right. Mm. So I always told myself, when I get to a certain age, I'm not going to live like this. I'm not going to feel this way. I'm not going to even think like this. However, God, however that happens, help me. So that's mm. how I got to that point to where I got, I'm tired of worrying, man. Like you just said, it's only so much your brain can take. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't worry about nothing. Now, if it's, it's a, if it's a problem that I'm facing, I don't worry about it because I'm not for the, I'm not for the bring on tomorrow problems for today. You know, I'm just going, I'm just let today be today and tomorrow, tomorrow's a whole nother day. Cause I know one thing, God never changes. He's the same person tomorrow, yesterday and today. Mm, see, that's the, that's what the Bible talked about when you was talking earlier, where you talk about having a form of godliness. But he ain't really, he ain't really being godly, but you just, you, you just, you thinking God going to save you from everything yes. you're going through. Yep. But we know, we know now that blind faith and empty faith doesn't do anything. You got to have some works behind it. You got to have some works, yeah. You got to be doing something. In other words, uh, to have that faith manifest. And uh, I just want to, I just want to thank you, man, for your time and joining us on the podcast. This has been, you know, I feel like I know you a little bit better now. And I know I know we could have got a lot deeper into specifics, man, but we part two. We don't really want to, you know, we want to drag out all the right. stuff right away. You know right. what I'm saying? We want y'all to get the wrong idea about 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 bro here. You it know, it gets deeper. But um, he's been through a lot, um, at, even at this young age, is, you know, um, has some experiences in life that. You know, a lot of people wish they had, and uh, but they weren't necessarily good for them. And that's and that's the thing about it: um, understanding that what looks good. What's the, what's the statement? Uh, what looks good ain't what's look good ain't good. Everything that that glitters is is not gold. It's not gold. It's not gold. So um, it might feel good for a minute, but not forever. Not forever. So hey, guys, uh, that's what we wanted to give to you today. We want to talk. Just remember that surrender. Surrender everything to God and then trust him. When you totally rely on him, hey, it's, it's, everything's out there for you. But keep us lifted up in prayer. Keep us all lifted up in prayer so that we can keep fighting this war that we're waging every day in the spiritual realm. And uh, that we're bringing to you topics that can help you in your journey as well. Um, as we're, we're like, I, like I tell you all the time, we're not perfect. We're not coming to you as perfect people. We're learning as we do this. So, um, we are uh, I'm enjoying this because I'm picking up bits and pieces every every time. So for my own life that I can apply and uh, like this video. Come on, y'all hit the thumbs up. It's real simple. It's right there. Click thumbs up. That lets us us know that you are enjoying the content. It lets the YouTube algorithm know that, hey, people are liking this. Let's put it on more people's pages and then share it. Hit the share button. Share it with your friends on your social media. Share it via email. Share it via text. You can send a link to text to somebody that you know needs it or you know might be struggling with surrendering to God or might be kind of him and hawing on whether or not they should get in or get out uh send it to them and, and uh, let them know it's something out there and every it's nothing new under the sun so there's always somebody who's going through similar situation and then finally subscribe hit that subscribe button and let us know uh that you want to be a part of what we're doing here you want to know when the videos are coming out that we're releasing and uh, this is like I don't know 78 in this series of the takeover, something like that. So it's a lot of them out there. You got plenty to go back and watch. But how can they reach us, Justice, if they want to 
let us know what's going on. Well, you can always put a comment down below on this video if you got a topic you want us to talk about. <laughs> I want to get to you. I, you know, I, I thought you was getting ready to close. Well, I can. No, I'm just kidding. Don't. I'm getting ready to close, y'all. Okay. Hey, God. See, <laughs> see what you done did to me? Got you riled up. Anyways, uh, you can put a comment down below on this video. <laughs> hey, God. You can uh, email KHM Social Media at gmail.com. Dot com. <laughs> Y'all know that boy crazy. I'm sorry. I got it's my fault. I got him riled up. That's on Lord me. Jesus. That's on me. That's mm. on me. But you know what? Just let's close him out, man, with some final words from from the Bible for you get beyond yourself. It's past his bedtime too. Maestro. Boy, if you don't you gotta need that organ. The organ. I was closing you down. No, no. What you mean? I'm trying to tap, trying to close you down. There we go. In Proverbs chapter 3, 5 through 8, it says in verse 5 Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do. And he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Hallelujah. And with that, <laughs> we, we're getting up out of here. We either got silly. Thank you all for watching, y'all. Listen, God bless you till we meet again. Y'all stay safe. We love you. Take care. Boy, that, got, that went off the rails. That was good.